Smith Podcast. You're tuned in because either you're an entrepreneur, a mama, or both, and sometimes you just need a minute to, well, just be. And on this show, you'll get a lovely mixture of business and branding genius, faith and motivation, and if you're a mama, you understand conversations. Because let's be honest, we are fabulously multifaceted and amazing. So thanks for popping by. I'm really glad you're here. Girl, let's get into it here on the Britney Smith Podcast. Hello, 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 ladies. Thank you so much for joining us again on the Britney Smith Podcast, or if you're watching online for F3C Fridays and our female coaches, consultants, and content creators group on Facebook. Super excited that you guys are here. I have an amazing episode in store for you today. I have my new friend, Sky Barber. She's all the way from the UK, and she is an international business coach. She has left the corporate world and scaled her business to six figures and beyond as a mama, as a wife, as one of us busy women who are wearing many, many, many hats. She is doing the thing that we are trying to do. So I want you to give a warm welcome. If you're in the chat right now, give her some hearts, give her some emojis. If you're listening, make sure you just listen harder <laughs> and give a big welcome to Miss Sky Barber. Thank you, thank Sky, you. for joining us today. No, thank you so much for having me. Wow, what an energetic introduction. Fantastic. <laughs> Yes, I, I'm really, really excited. As I mentioned offline, this is something that is a constant um, want to know how, if you will, in our space. Um, because like I mentioned before, many of us, we are either sick of our nine to five and want to do our business full time, or we're doing our business full time, but we're feeling stuck in the rigmarole of doing the work in the business. And sometimes we don't have time to really step back, look at it and plan strategically on how we're going to grow it. Um, so Sky, tell us who you are in your words, what you do and why you're qualified to teach us today about how to scale our businesses. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm so truly passionate about this topic because I see so many entrepreneurs get stuck and ultimately create a busy job for ourselves. And I saw that growing up. I saw that in my, in, in my parents and I am passionate about changing that and giving us time freedom. And that's what I do. I create time for business owners so you can go and create more money or spend more time with your family. Ultimately, have the freedom to choose how you live your life. And I'm really passionate about that. I was so privileged growing up that I had 10 years of most amazing corporate experience, running teams of two, 300 people at a time, turning over businesses of 50 million pounds profit margins, you know, being in charge of like increasing profit margins by a million pounds per year. Um, I was running supermarkets at the time. So really like delegation, people management, systems, operations, um, structure is all my thing. But what I also realized in a, in a retail environment, you're, people are in my stores 24 seven. And yeah. I thought how I loved my job. I loved the freedom I had within it, but 
ultimately it wasn't my business. And I found my creative output was quite narrow and I got married and I wanted to have a family. And I thought this, this doesn't work for, with children. And yes, there's flexibility, but I'm ambitious. I want to earn more. I want to, I want to learn more. And I felt capped. I felt like there was a ceiling and I knew the only way to do that was to have my own business. But of course, we go into our own business and it is a lot more work than a job. So I really practice what I preach and make sure that I help people set up the right help so that we no longer do everything ourselves. We have the right systems, structure and support to allow us to scale. So it's a long-winded version of what it is I do, but I create time for people who typically go and then double their income. Listen, I love it. I'm, I don't know if you guys, if you're, if you're not watching the actual video, I'm like leaning in more and more like, yes, <laughs> tell me more sky. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I really, um, resonate with that feeling of, okay, I left the job so that I can do what I want, but now I'm working a lot harder than I was at the nine to five. And, and I've been blessed in my business to, um, you know, make some money, but like you're saying, I want to double, triple, quadruple what I was making in the nine to five. And I haven't done that yet because I'm, I'm working, I'm on the hamster wheel of entrepreneurship. Um, and then when you talk about time, like, oh my gosh, like I went on vacation last week and I came back to my desk today and I'm like, I need more time to do all the things that have piled up since I've left, you know? So you are, you are talking to us, you are in the house. So go ahead and tell us, like, I don't even know where you want to start. Um, you had me at time freedom. And then you also had me at. Let, let me then, let me just kind of talk to you about like, isn't it normal that us entrepreneurial creative, whether you think you're an entrepreneur or not, like you've handed in your paycheck, you're going to believe that you're going to build this empire for yourself. You have a vision. You are right. an entrepreneur. You're going to make this happen. But with that, we just, we have so many ideas. And it's like, if I could create this new passive product, I could bring out this course. But then we get stuck, don't we? Because so often we trade time for money and we're with one-to-one -one clients. And when we're in the personal brand space, I think it's easy to look a lot of guru, like a lot of gurus and think, well, they look like they're just, they're doing it all from their mobile. Like I should, and a beach and a cocktail. Right. Like, Right. Surely I should be able to do the same. And you get frustrated. And you're like, how am I? Like, I'm just stuck in the weeds. So let me first talk about the evolution of an entrepreneur, an online entrepreneur. And I think then your audience will be able to pinpoint, okay, this is where I'm at. And then I can talk about some top tips of how we can free up some time so you can go and do more of the stuff you love. Does that sound helpful? Awesome. awesome. Cool. Yes. Okay. So when we first start our business. We're like, okay, it's a personal brand. My name is above the door. I can, or, or on the website, like it can be me. We roll our sleeves up and we get going and oh, we've made a sale and we're working with this client. Then we're quickly doing the accounts. Then we're doing some posts on social media. Then we're on podcasts. Then we're working with clients. Then we're feeding the children, doing the washing. Then we're like, I feel like me, I'm a farmer's wife. Like I'm so giving my husband his pet lunch on a tractor. I was out lambing sheep the other day. Like, I mean, it's very <laughs> diverse on in, in our farm, but you know, we do all of the things. We are spinning all of the plates and we are just going, 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 going. And, and as moms, you know, I'm generalizing here, but that's kind of what we're used to here. 
Um, but we get to a point where it is exhausting and we are draining ourselves of energy and our batteries are becoming low. And we have this aspiration to write that book, to write that course, as we were saying, but we don't have the time. Also, yeah. uh, there are some freedom blocks that come up, which I can talk about uh, later on. But what we need to do at this point is recognize, okay, I'm in this job where at the moment I've got a bit of a ceiling of how much I can earn. I need to be able to grow a business. I need to be more than just, the, in your case, Brittany, like the branding expert. Like how do I build a business that right. allows me to impact more people and therefore create more income? So we move into the second phase, which is that like driving the business. So we have an accountant. We might have a cleaner at home or some home help or a, my first hire was a childcare support. So I wanted to work in my business. We might then have a VA. We might have some support around us. We are still driving the business. We're in the driving seat. We're the ones setting the direction, delegating the tasks, making the decisions, but it no longer relies on absolutely everything being us anymore. Yes. We're very much in control, but it doesn't have to be us. Then the third phase is when we're going to like designing the business. So this is when we're bringing everyone together as one team. So we're actually creating a team, whether that's employees or whether that's contractors, it doesn't matter in my case, it's all about treating everyone as though they owe as though they're part of the business right and we're able to be the ideas visionary and then someone else takes it off our plate and breaks it into milestones and makes the landing pages happen and makes yes. the branding consistent across all our social media you know yes. they implement they do the doing for us and if when we do that right we don't have to make every decision we don't have to delegate every single task people care and they take ownership of results. And we're building a long-term sustainable business. Now yes. at that stage, you're typically sort of, uh, I say typically like two, $300,000 a year turnover. You can do that before, of course. Um, but then you're scaling towards a million and beyond. Now, if we come back and we think, okay, right Sky. So what you're saying is to grow a successful business is I need to get help. Like I know it's not just as easy as that, but let's imagine that we're on like a ladder here for a moment. And there are different types of tasks with different value in your business. So there's some low value stuff, quick responding to email, having to liaise with me when I'm like, I'm lost on the, on the link, you know, calendar management, um, home help, some home help stuff, doing my laundry, for example. Then there's some medium level help, which might be, you know, setting up the sales pages, writing copy for your posts. And then there's the high value tasks, you know, typically like, $1,000 tasks, which could be generating those sales, creating the asset that's going to sell time and time and time again, building partnerships. So you've got affiliates or referrals, the stuff that you can do. Right now, what we do in the doer phase is we're doing everything on this level. Oh, the whole damn lot and 101 other things <laughs> that we can't even that's think right. about. That's we right. All things for all people. And as we progress the business, what we need to do is declutter some of these lower value tasks and climb up this value ladder yes so we do more of the stuff that's higher value now of course we could just stop doing some stuff and we're like okay i am scrolling on social media right now for an hour a day that is not high value that is no value yes Let's stop doing that <laughs> there's some things that we can do less of so um you know it might be something that 
you're doing, but it's taking loads of your time. And actually, if you just rearranged or got organized, you did a time block of an hour of gathering your receipts once a week, rather than a week at the end of the tax year, that might be a better, better process. And there'll be some things that we can get support with, that we can just share to someone. And yes, we might pay a VA $10 to, to or, or more, but you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm sure. hyper, hyper, being hypothetical in the situation sure. here. We might pay someone $10 to do that task, but if we can free up our time to do a $100 task or a $1,000 task and generate income and do the growth tasks, then you're going to have like 10 times your investment. Absolutely. So my belief is every single person has got a unique talent zone that you are brilliant at. Like, Brittany, if you got me to do like design, honestly, I would waste so much time. <laughs> it would look horrific. It would be embarrassing. I would spend quadruple the time anyone else would it's just outside my talent zone sure but I can bring someone in to help me implement the branding guide to a much higher standard that frees up my time to do other things absolutely but for you for example that would make no sense because that is your talent zone. so we all have a unique talent and a unique strength that when we play to it not only are we going to be more profitable it's going to be a lot more fun Absolutely. So in terms of top tips as we grow our business, I want you to start recognizing where are you spending your time? Are that some of those low value, medium or high? And of the low value tasks, what can we just stop, streamline, as in reduce the amount of time we're doing it or share to someone else? And when you've got three or four tasks you want to share, we just go find someone. Yes. Okay, it's I... not as straightforward as that, but... You know, that's the principle of how I work. I love all of that. And this is cool because I've kind of been talking about this for the last couple of weeks in the Facebook group and in different episodes that we as women have to remember our power in terms of managing and delegating. Um, Somehow we have like gotten confused in thinking that we have to do it all in order for it to get done. Uh, I had to make, make friends with the idea that if somebody else did it, it could still be done properly. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, sometimes better. You know, if my brain is muddled with a bunch of things, I'm not going to be as efficient or effective as someone who that's their only job to do that one thing. Um, And so like you're saying, you get a better quality of work that you produce when you are focused and honed in on the thing that you are excellent at. Um, And I think too, what do you say to the person who is good at a lot of things? Because I'm a, I'm a creative. I'll speak for the creatives in the room. Um, I'm what, what they call, I guess, multi-passionate, right? Like I can write the books. I can do the courses. I can do all the things. And I enjoy doing all the things. <laughs> but all the things, when I spread myself so thin, I'm not able to scale up. I'm really scaling out. Yeah. And I'm being busy, but not productive or not um, profitable, as profitable as I could be. So what do you say to that person um, who is good at a lot of things, but I'm not scaling up? Okay. Okay. So there's a couple of things I want to mention here. I always talk about, if you imagine like the process of someone going from never knowing you through to being a raving fan, you know, you've got to go through like the, obviously more of the growth activity of marketing and then selling and then delivering and then supporting. So I think, think of that as like a river they've got to cross. If you're building a raft, 
one raft and you're going to cross that river, you're going to do it a lot faster than if you're thinking, hmm, I'm going to build a wooden raft, I'm going to build a plastic raft, I'm going to build a straw raft, I'm going to get a stone. Like All of a sudden, you got five rafts, but none of them. When there's a fire on this side of the bank, none of them are going to get you across the river. So we end up spreading ourselves, like you were saying, so thin on lots of busy tasks rather than completing and finishing and testing and growing and learning and continuing approving, continue to, continuing to improve one or two things. Yeah. Now, I am a creative myself in a different way. I have a whole other business that's a tech business, a tech startup. It's a great distraction. I'm not saying we should just have the one thing and that's it. No. But let's narrow it down and really realize like, what is it, what is the goal I'm wanting to achieve? And what is the quickest, easiest, simplest way for me to do that? Because sometimes we make business complicated and we build all the roughs because we think we should build all the roughs and everyone else is writing a book. So we should write a book and everyone else is doing a podcast. So this, we should do a podcast and hey, Flossie down the road has done an amazing thing with an evergreen webinar funnel. Like that must be it. That's the silver bullet. There is no silver bullets. I have There's bought no silver bullet. All the courses. I have learned all of the things, not all of the things. Like I'm not that. Not, sure. Not that, I you, know, but, you know, hundreds of thousands. And what is the difference? The difference is our ability to stay focused, to implement, and to keep going when the time gets tough. But I want to share with you a mindset thing. So what I recognize is that doers to drivers started getting like getting stuck or people would go into like I'm gonna get a VA that's the solution and then oh the VA's let me down and I've got nothing against VAs by the way this is just a generalized term but sure you know I wanted to deliver like this and it, and it doesn't look like I want it to I have to redo it and I've paid someone else to do it and now I'm redoing it or they've let me down or they've not you know not communicated with me or feeling like dis like disempowered through making the like through starting to delegate and what happens is people go well, I can't do that anymore I've, I've tried that. I went through three VAs and they didn't work. So I'm going back to being myself, going back to the job. Well, there's only two things for certain when you're back to the job. You're either going to stop work because it's burnout or boring or doesn't work, like, or you keep going until you stop and then you don't make any more money anyway. Even if you have a fully passive business, you still need to market that. You still need yeah. someone driving that. That's yeah. not passive. <laughs> So, sorry, I'm getting on my high horse here. But. No, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I kept saying, like, what, what, what's going, what's happening here? Like, why can't people bridge the gap? Like, there's all these fears and, like, resistance and nervousness and us believing we should do all the things. And I recognize there were four different types of freedom blocks. And I, I'll quickly go through those. So the first block is the responsibility block. And you may have some of all of these, by the way. Let me know, Brittany, what, which one relates to you. But the, the responsibility block is the belief that we need to be the one that does everything. So we are the back, the main carer for our children. We're there when they're at the school is like a sick day or we're the ones like looking after our elderly parents or our neighbors. And we're the ones like organizing that trip or that holiday or taking care of everyone. Like we are responsible for all of the things. We overly care about our clients. Typically, we might stay in the done for you services for quite a long time because we believe they need us to, to, to get the result. And that's not an ego thing. It's just because we care about people. We care. We just care so much. So, so much. So, so much. So our boundaries get blurred. Things go all over the place. We say yes to so many things. It's unreal. And we wonder why we're so busy because <laughs> we're doing all the stuff. 
So that's the first block, the responsibility block. The second one is the critical block. Hmm. Oh, I really want to start that book or do that course, but I'm not ready yet. I need to do that another. Sky, you're killing the sky. (laughs) I need to learn the the thing of the thing of the thing of the thing. And then I'll be ready. I can't share that new offer yet because I can't delegate that task because I don't know what I'm doing yet. So how can I delegate to someone else? I'm not ready. Overly critical, overly negative. That slight imposter syndrome comes out. That critical block is wanting to keep us small because we are never ready. We can't get out of our comfort zone because things aren't perfect. And so what that means is we stop sharing our offers. We stop sharing to our audience. We definitely don't share to a team and we stay small. Okay. That's, that, I mean, yeah, I know you said that we might be, we might find ourselves a little bit in each one. I think I've kind of let go of the, not let go, but I've, I've gotten better with the responsibility yeah. one, but the critical one, like I had to stop you right there because I have oodles and oodles of content of templates that I could set. Like I have stuff, like years worth of stuff that I had not released for that particular reason. And it's like, there are people out here releasing things that are pure, like poppycock, like just <laughs> foolishness. And they're, they're putting it out there. They're selling it. They're making money off of it. And I'm over here. I know I have good stuff and I'm sitting on it because it's like, no, it's not ready yet. I need the perfect landing page. I need to use, I have to use Kajabi because everybody's using Kajabi. Like you are, are so on point. And one of the traps of that is because I'm building all the rafts, I feel busy. So I feel like, I feel like I'm doing stuff but I'm not seeing the result. Let me go to the third one, the busy block. (laughs) The busy block is the belief that we are doing all of the things. I have no time. I have no time. And you're there stirring the dinner, bouncing the baby, listening to the podcast, half responding to an email because we're doing five things. Like I'm a multitasker. I am a multitasker. I can do all these things. If you want things done, give it to a busy person. That is me. And I'm going to get all these things done. But the problem with that is, We're busy spreading ourselves too thin, doing all of the things that what we're not recognizing is, hang on a minute, Sky. What are you doing that actually is driving the result you want to get? What are you hiding from? What systems are you creating to make your life easier? Well, I can't possibly create any systems. I can't possibly create systems, I'm too busy. If I'm creating systems, I am not doing the things. So who is doing the things when I'm creating the systems? Yeah, resonating with you. <laughs> yeah, I guess I just walked right into that, <laughs> to that one. That was perfect. But we need to give ourselves permission to slow yeah. down, to be able to create yeah. the systems and the foundations that allow Absolutely. us to scale. And then the fourth and final one is the independence block. So it's that I'm super strong. Sometimes it can be a little bit like alpha male energy, that superwoman, superman syndrome that we believe we're fine. Like in a crisis, come to me. I'm the one. I will deal with it. I don't show emotion. I get on with it. I basically just keep going, 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 going until I break. And I will not ask for help until it's, it's broken. And then, and then it's, for me, it put me in hospital for, for three days. But um, that independence, well, I was around lots of like masculine males and, you know, sure. you no vulnerability, you just carried on, you got on with it and you didn't show a sign of weakness. Yeah. Um, and that's the independence block coming up, believing that we have to do this. We should be able to do this by myself. Like, and you don't like want to share with people what's going on but what we what we think at that point is that we're being strong and we're playing to our strengths but we're not we're trying to do everything and so what we need to do 
is allow ourselves to recognize you have a talent, I have a talent. So why don't I help you bring, like if you, if we work together, like I'll bring that talent out of you, which allows me to do more of my own talent and we can play to our strengths. So these four blocks, responsibility, critical, busy, independent, come up when we want to grow a business for freedom. And you know what they do? They get in our head, they keep us small because all of a sudden, Hiring looks impossible. Systemizing hard work. Structuring means that we have to say no and that's scary. And playing to our strengths. I mean, what strengths? Some people don't even recognize they've got strengths. So these blocks come up, they keep us small and they keep us stuck in the doing or they keep us delegating and trying. But if we haven't learned how to do that properly and effectively, is it no wonder we fail? And that is why the sad truth of it is, Brittany, I started my business because my dad worked all, my mom gave up her dream to look after us four children. And mm. my dad worked all the hours he could to, to financially support us. And I fully respect that. Sure. But now he is still in the busy block to the point where financially he does not need to be working like he is at all. That I paid for a big family holiday, all of us going a big family holiday to Portugal this summer. And he said to me, I don't think I can come. I'm too busy. I'm too busy with work. I'm like, oh really it's that mindset yeah i sat there going like okay well that's really sad that if you know the the business means that you can't possibly free yourself up to come on the family holiday because obviously covid and stuff we haven't done it for years yeah Um, with grandchildren and all that stuff like i actually just feel sorry for you and the but i look at it and i think but that's why i've done my business because i don't want any child or any parent to feel like it's not because he doesn't want to be there he genuinely believes but he can't he has to be at home working because no one else can do it for him. Right. And so that emotionally, that is why I do what I do because I want my husband and me to be there for our kids in a way that my parents weren't always for me. Absolutely. I, and I identify with that, um, you know, being able, like you're saying, to emotionally be there for your children, to financially be there for your children. And one of the things when we're struggling financially, we are less present with our kids because we're trying to figure out how to make ends meet, right? And so we want to create that existence for our kids that we didn't have. So I totally, totally identify with that. Um, And I commend you for that as well. And you're doing it. So like, I'm applauding you for that because you're doing it. Um, And that that's, you're, you're, you're hitting all the things today. Um, And I want to, um, because I want people to work with you. So I don't want you to necessarily, yeah, because I'm like, tell me more, but no, no, no. I want, I want people to follow you and connect with you and, um, you know, take advantage of what you have available. So I'm going to ask one more question and then we can kind of land the plane. So for the person who was like, okay, Sky, you know, you've convinced me I, I'm, you know, I've, I'm aware of these time blocks or these, yeah, these freedom time blocks. And I know that I've been wrestling with hiring help. Where do I start with the hiring of help? In my head, it's like, okay, let's get the VA because the VA can kind of help with those, like you said, those lower level organizational things. Mm-hmm. Is that the best place to start? Or do you say, where's your greatest need? And then do you start there? Because budget is an issue, right? If we're just now starting to look at hiring budget, budget might be an issue. So I may not be able to hire the web designer first, you know, so where do, where do we start? Yeah, absolutely. So I would look at like where, 
where do you spend your time? Like home and business. Because quite often, and for me it was, I wanted less time at home and more time in business. So if my non-negotiable, my, my initial start was childcare, I need to free up 10 hours a week to spend quality time in my business without having to try and half, half the guilt of like trying to look after a baby at the same time. Like, so for me, that was the non, that was the best way to go. Then typically clients, if the home help isn't a thing and you've got a bit of time, typically, not always, but typically my people I work with really get scared around the numbers and want to create safety. I have an app, by the way, coming up for exactly this. But in the meantime, um, I would really um, looking at like, what do you need in terms of like account support or booking, bookkeeping support? So, you know, I had that moment where I didn't even want to invoice people because I was like, oh, they pay me. I don't know what to do with the money. Like, should I just put it on my pillow? Like, what if the tax man comes or the police come take me away? I mean, ridiculous. But it's how I felt because I felt so bad at managing money. So sometimes it's that. And then the third thing is administrative tasks. So start recognizing what things are taking up your time that you don't enjoy doing, or you don't want to do, you don't, they, they suck the life out of you, or they stay on the to-do list because you don't do them. You do that too? <laughs> yeah, still, even now. So write down three or four, three to five tasks you would want someone to do and use that to create a job brief. Use that to create some clarity because, you know, people talk about hiring a VA, but what kind of VA? What do you want? What do you expect from them? Like, how are you going to integrate them? There's so many questions. So, so easy to get that completely wrong. Hiring a VA can be the most amazing, liberating experience for literally five hours a week could change the trajectory of your business. I really know that. Absolutely. But not without giving really clear guidance of what it is you want doing what responsibility they take and how you work together and that's what I thought about when you were talking about that person that said you know I've tried VAs it didn't work and oftentimes the reason it doesn't work is because they weren't ready to bring the VA on board they didn't know what they wanted them to do they didn't know how they wanted things done you know and this is mind readers yeah yeah and and this is what when you're bringing anybody on your team you have to be prepared to receive people onto your team you have to know what your company values are you have to know how you want things done and then you have to be prepared to train them to do them do the things the way you want them done so that once you finish training them then you know you can kind of set it and forget it and check in on those things things, but you have to prepare for those things. And that's something I think that I did differently this time, because when I first launched into business by myself, I tried, I'm like, okay, I need a VA. I'm going to get a VA because it sounds cool. I'm going to have a VA. And I didn't have anything, any of my systems in place or anything like that. So when people started working with me, they were like, what do you want me to do? And I'm like, oh, just manage my social media. Oh, just check my emails. And I kind of just, you know, and it didn't work out. I mean, yeah. I'm that with love, but it is abdication where it's like, uh, yeah. I don't know. And then you're like, hang a minute, I'm paying this person. I don't even know what to give them. I don't know what, how to use them. Like right. it becomes a drain on resource and it becomes a, a mental drain because you're thinking about what can I give them rather than actually just getting along with the stuff. Right. Right. That's what I teach. Like, how do we do that properly? How do we do that smoothly? Um, how do we make it fun and interesting and ultimately create great jobs? So one of the things I'm most proud of in my business is not just what it's allowed me and my family to do but you know I employ five other women and all of them are able to create 
freedom within their own life, no matter what, what that means for them. And I'm not saying everyone's like rolling around in loads of money, but we're able to have an adult relationship with this flexibility. And one of my right-hand women's on maternity leave with her son at the moment, and we're going to integrate, you know, her expanding family back into the business. And it's just it's great awesome. to be able to offer other people this freedom to choose within the business. Absolutely. And Absolutely. so when you, when you work with VAs or you work with anyone, if you can do that well, like you can create amazing opportunities for each other. We can just lift each other up rather right. than saying like, oh, this is wrong or that hasn't happened. Like, let's look into ourselves and say, who do I, what leadership skill do I need to develop in order to be a great business owner, not just an expert in my field? And that's that, really where, where I come into it. That is so, 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 so good. I really, truly agree, first of all. But second of all, I believe that our entrepreneurship is a gift, but it's also a tool, right? It's also a tool to impact lives. Like you're saying, create opportunities for other people, um, you know, being able to give back, right? A lot of, um, I know for me, my VA is from the Philippines, Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a completely different culture, completely different lifestyle, all of that. And so, like you're saying, I get to create opportunities for her, for her family. She's connected to other people who are VAs. And I know people who need VAs. And so I'm like, hey, hey, come on. They, everybody work together. Um, you know, so I'm definitely, you know, a, a strong cheerleader for that kind of operating and using my entrepreneurship as a way to change the world, literally. Um, you know, so I, I love it. I love it. We we are aligned. I'm so excited that we so were able enjoyed to this conversation with you. Yes, you. yes, yes. Um, so tell us how we can find you online, what you have available for us today. Like, how can we sign up right now for anything ah. you have? <laughs> so, um, best way to find me is Instagram, Sky Barber. I am on Facebook as well, um, and have a group, The Leaders Way. But if you have been interested in like the freedom blocks quiz and thinking like, yeah, I feel like it resonate, but what is the thing? And you want to know how to move that forward. I have a free quiz, which I can give you the link and you can, you can pop down and um, yeah. that allows people to identify their main freedom block. Um, like I said, I have an app helping people with finances at some point, but that is the best way. Come into that quiz, see like what it's about and then message me. I'm really up for just conversations. I love building relationships with people. Let's have a conversation about where you're at. Um, and then I can talk about, and I can share with you how I can help you further if that's appropriate. Awesome. Thank you so, so much. Ladies, I didn't even tell you to take out your notebooks, but I'm sure that you have, if nothing else, written down the time blocks and are starting to think about where you're stuck and how you can start to attack that time block so that you too can achieve time freedom and eventually financial freedom in your business so that you can live your best life possible. Um, so Sky, thank you so much for this thank conversation. You. Thank you for your time as a busy mama and wife and everything you got going on, taking time to share with us today. This was totally valuable for myself and I'm sure for my audience. Um, so guys, make sure you visit her on Facebook, on Instagram and at skybarber.com. You can check those links out in the show notes. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook in the Female Coaches, Consultants and Content Creators group on Facebook. If you're not already watching in the group, um, join us there and we will see you next week for another amazing episode of the Brittany Smith Podcast. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to leave a comment and then share this episode with another amazing lady who needs to hear today's show. Yes, girl, I'm serious. Just send her the link and say, girl, listen to this. Want to hang out with me every day? Head over to Facebook and join the Female Coaches, Consultants, and Content Creators group on Facebook. Or you can join my mailing list in the links below this episode. Girl, I enjoyed our conversation. Stay amazing and remember, you are loved, you are needed, and nobody, I repeat, nobody can do what you do the way you do it. See you next time on the Britney Smith Podcast.